This episode of CBS Mornings on the Go will begin right after this. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Welcome, welcome to CBS Mornings. Just three more days and counting till Christmas. It's Thursday. I'm Gail Kane. I'm Nate Burleson. And I'm David Begno. We are going to begin with some pretty important weather news for all of you out there traveling today. You may get a white Christmas, but it's not going to be anything like a dream come true. We are seeing wet, dangerous conditions this morning across the Midwest and the plains. There are bitter temperatures and blizzard warnings in effect across multiple states, just as millions of Americans are trying to get home for the holidays. About 3 million people are booked on around 47,000 scheduled flights today. Look, it's packed, making it one of the busiest travel days of the year. Chris Van Cleve is at Washington's Reagan National Airport. Chris, good morning to you. I see people moving. That's a good sign. <laughs> well, good morning. And this is why I always wish for a warm Christmas this time of year. There are more than 1,200 cancellations, primarily at two airports so far today, Denver and Chicago. Those are big connecting airports. Chicago is going to take the brunt of this, and that means you're going to see cancellations ripple across the country. This is the kind of holiday gift Mother Nature is serving up that no traveler actually wants for the holidays. Sounds good to get stuck in Jamaica, but... <laughs> the bomb cyclone is blowing up Theo and Nicole Williams' beach vacation. They're skipping out early to beat the storm home for Christmas. Whatever plans we have, we want them to be our plans, not the weather's <laughs> plans or the airport's plans. It's half the country. In the Department of Transportation's Operations Center, Secretary Pete Buttigieg and his team are monitoring the potential impacts as some of the nation's busiest airports sit in the path of blizzard-like conditions. That's not a great weather outlook up there. No, what you're seeing there is uh, a lot of impacts on some of our key hubs. By early Thursday morning, hundreds of today's flights were already canceled at Chicago O'Hare. This storm will end up being 
the storm that steals Christmas? I hope not, but look, this is uh, gonna affect millions and, and millions of travelers. We're also doing what we can to get the word out about options that travelers have to get ahead of the storm or maybe wait it out and not travel until its impacts are behind us. Some 113 million people are expected to travel at least 50 miles this holiday as snow and frigid temperatures push across the country, blanketing streets outside Minneapolis. Here in Wyoming, state troopers battled negative 18 degree temperatures and zero visibility responding to more than 100 crashes. In Georgia, it's bracing for a rare hard freeze as Arkansas plans to treat roads ahead of possible wintry mix in the deep south. The most important thing is to be safe and uh, that might mean taking a little time or delaying a plan. As the temperatures plummet, the roads will likely be treacherous across much of this country. The airlines think they'll be able to at least operate some flights out of Chicago O'Hare until about midday when the weather will really deteriorate there. One good thing the airlines say is they saw a real spike in people taking advantage of all those travel waivers to move their flights. So hopefully fewer people will be impacted as the cancellations mount throughout the day today. Nate. The good, the bad, the ugly of holiday travel. Chris, thank you. For more on what it's like out there and what to expect later on, let's go to meteorologist Stephanie Abrams with our partners at the Weather Channel. Stephanie, good morning. Tell me something good. I wish I could, Nate, but it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. We're talking about visibility issues on the roads. We're talking about slippery sidewalks if you're out there trying to walk your dog in this mess. And if your flight can even take off... It's going to be extremely bumpy. Look at all the winds, too, for us here. So watch for those holiday decorations getting blown down the street. And even though the weather is gone on Saturday, all this wind is going to keep our wind chills below zero in the Midwest. And another problem that we have with all this cold air is that we could see flash freezing on the roadways. That's when your temperatures rapidly drop below freezing and can cause any wet roads to flash freeze into ice. And so we could see that in a huge chunk of the country. Look at that cold air over taking the I-95 corridor all the way down, by the way, into South Florida as we head into our Saturday. So anywhere that you see this pink hashed area on our map, that's where you really have to be careful on the roads. And we're talking from the Mississippi River all the way up into the Northeast. Now, you can watch the Weather Channel on cable or live on your favorite TV streaming devices. And Nate, I do have a little good news to finish here. I want to end on a positive. Christmas okay. Day is actually looking much calmer for much of the U.S. Oh. Well, that's a gift from Santa Claus. Stephanie Abrams, thank you. There you go. <laughs> and we all like a gift. Now to Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky's historic visit to Washington. He received a hero's welcome when he arrived to speak to Congress last night. The visit came at a time when many Republicans are now questioning U.S. spending on Ukraine's battle against Russia, while the GOP is about to take control of the House. Christina Rafini is at the White House with more on this part of the story. Christina, good morning to you. He was certainly very warmly received last night when he walked into the chambers. Good morning, Gail. That's right. Multiple standing ovations. And look, he's not just his country's commander in chief. He's its communicator in chief. And in this war, the battle for hearts and minds has been as important to his country as ammunition. The trip yesterday was about coming to Washington, looking lawmakers in the eye and reminding them why they should continue to care about Ukraine. Dressed in his battle greens and greeted by an extended standing ovation, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky took his fight to Congress. Ukraine is alive and kicking. Arguing that it's in America's own interest to support Ukraine. Your money is not charity. It's an investment in the global security and democracy. 
After enduring 11 months of Russian bombardment, Ukrainians are fighting off battle fatigue, not only among their forces, but from partners and allies, including the United States. And your support is crucial. We have artillery. Yes. Thank you. We have it. Is it enough? Honestly, not really. <laughs> Zelensky's trip comes at a critical time as Congress is set to approve a $45 billion assistance package for Ukraine, the largest yet. With Republicans set to take control of Congress, the Ukrainian leader has the tough task of trying to convince some members of the party that this isn't open-ended financial support. Can't keep up with it. I mean, and we're just flushing money out and uh, uh, we don't know where it's going. I'm honored to welcome you back to the White House. Still in a joint press conference earlier Wednesday, President Biden told Zelensky America is in it for the long haul. American people have been with you every step of the way, and we will stay with you. We will stay with you for as long as it takes. The president also announced that support will include a Patriot missile system. Something Ukraine has long asked for, capable of shooting down Russian aircrafts and ballistic missiles in all weather conditions. It's a defensive weapon system. It's not escalatory, it's defensive, and it's easy to uh, not, and we'd love to not have to have them use it, just stop the attacks. But neither leader seemed to believe a sudden ceasefire is likely. Before traveling to the U.S., Zelensky visited the front lines in the embattled city of Bakhmut, where soldiers signed a flag he presented to members of Congress. This flag is a symbol of our victory. In this war, we stand, we fight, and we will win because we are united, Ukraine, America, and the entire free world. And after the speech, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer told CBS News he asked Zelensky privately what it would mean if the U.S. didn't pass this aid package. Gail, he said it could mean losing the war. Oh, boy. Thank you, Christina, very much. Before you go, though, where do things stand with the efforts to pass that government spending bill? You know, the deadline is the, the deadline rather is Friday at midnight. And right now it seems that things are a little dicey. What do you think? What are you hearing? Well, you know, nothing happens in Washington without a deadline. Luckily, the holidays are coming up. Look, they were going to try to vote on it in the Senate last night, but they didn't adjourn until after 2 a.m. It's being held up by an amendment to continue Title 42. That's that controversial COVID border control measure. But Schumer said he's hoping they should be able to hammer something out this morning. Gail? Yep, we've been there before. Thank you very much, Christina. You know, Zelensky went to Washington at a time when his people are suffering. I mean, Russian drones made another brutal attack on the capital city of Kyiv Monday. From the beginning, soldiers and civilians have been under Russian attack. Our Ian Lee is in Kyiv this morning. Ian, good morning. I, I want to ask you, what are people there saying about Zelensky's trip here? Good morning, David. People here were happy to see President Zelensky travel to the United States. Ukrainians are hoping for more military as well as humanitarian aid, especially in Bucha, a city now known for Russian atrocities. The Russians may have fled Bucha, but their presence still haunts the town. Janeta Butenko has no water, no electricity, and no family. She says the Russians took everything from her, including her sense of humor. The 83-year-old adopted an abandoned dog named Charlie. Janetta melts snow and ice for them to drink while food aid keeps them alive. What would life be like without this kind of assistance? There's no way I would survive, she tells me. 
groups doing like Rabbi Raphael Rutman provides this life-saving aid. The war is affecting everyone, and we give everybody help. Thousands of people from all religions rely on his organization for food and water. These people that are desperate just to be able to survive. They have no water, they have no electricity, they have no heating. Zelensky went to Washington to get his country the tools to win the fight. Ukrainians back home are optimistic about his trip. It's uh, an, an evidence that we are part of the Western free world, that we are welcome. While many here see their suffering as a small price to pay to beat the Russians. 84-year-old Genya Metoritska tells me the soldiers in the trenches have it worse. She may be the only Jewish person in her building, but she makes sure Rabbi Rutman's aid goes to everyone. Her neighbors hugged and kissed her, but she said, this is not from me, it's from the Jewish community. Because in this war, no matter your religion, everyone is Ukrainian. Just to highlight how desperate the situation is for many people, it's currently Hanukkah. We've seen how the candles provided by Rabbi Rutman are doubling as a source of heat to cook food. Nate. Source of heat and hope, of course. Ian Lee in Ukraine, thank you. Now we move to our southern border from Texas to California. It's estimated that tens of thousands of migrants are waiting for Title 42 restrictions to end so they can enter the U.S. and seek asylum. They will likely spend Christmas waiting in the cold. Omar Villafranca has the latest from El Paso, Texas, one city struggling to handle the overflow. In just the last week alone, nearly 6,000 migrants have been shuttled through El Paso to cities across the country to process their immigration claims. But that still leaves thousands of migrants in El Paso. And with shelters overcrowded, city leaders opened the convention center overnight. It can house more than 1,000 migrants. They want to get as many people as possible off the streets with temperatures dropping below freezing this week. And now conditions are getting worse with the potentially deadly cold snap on the way. Yet the line to enter El Paso does not end. Up to a thousand people wait along the fence. Stephanie Rubio and her two-year-old son traveled here from the Dominican Republic. You want a future? But she was greeted with armed soldiers, military vehicles, and razor wire all part of Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott's Operation Lone Star. The people who were crossing uh, into El Paso uh, should be blockaded. Yalen Arueles, who traveled all the way from Venezuela. For CBS Mornings, Omar Villafranca in El Paso, Texas. Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, founder of the bankrupt cryptocurrency exchange FTX, could appear in a U.S. court as soon as today. A man believed to be the 30-year-old former CEO landed at Westchester County Airport in New York overnight after Bankman-Fried agreed to return to this country. Federal prosecutors now say two of his associates, including his ex-girlfriend, have pled guilty to fraud charges and are now cooperating with the investigation. Authorities arrested Bankman-Fried in the Bahamas last week after U.S. officials charged him with eight counts, including fraud and conspiracy. He's accused of using billions of dollars in FTX customers' funds for personal purchases, political donations, and to repay some loans. Bankman-Fried says, yes, he made some mistakes, but he denies committing any fraud.
Hey, it's Matt Norlander with the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, and it is tournament time, people. So listen to the one podcast that will cover every upset, Cinderella, Bracket Buster Sleeper. We've got it all covered, every round, reaction shows, all the way up through the championship game in Glendale, Arizona. To find us, search Eye on College Basketball podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm CBS News correspondent Major Garrett, host of the podcast Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen. During the Cold War, FBI agent Robert Hansen traded classified secrets to the Kremlin in exchange for cash and jewels. In the podcast, you'll hear from Hansen's closest friends, family members, victims, and colleagues for the most comprehensive telling of who Robert Hansen really was. Binge the entire series now. Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen is available on the Wondery app, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.